Hi, this is Tony for Nika Cover Magazine. I'm speaking to Cameron Cupido, the CEO of Reinsurance Solutions Intermediary Services. Uh, Cameron, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to me. Thank you, Tony, and thank you for giving this opportunity. Um, great. Um, Cameron, we we sort of discussing reinsurance and what reinsurance has um, uh, sort of happened uh, this year being um, such an unexpected year for, on, on almost all fronts, um, political, economic, the disasters, the pan- pandemic, etc. And then also sort of the expectation for next year, um, how you see that and so on, which is a um, also the basis of our feature in the December issue. But maybe just to start off with, if you can give the listeners who are not so um, familiar with reinsurance solutions, intermediary services, a bit of an update as to um, what you guys are all about. Okay, thanks, Tony. Um, yeah, so Reinsurance Solutions is a reinsurance broker. Um, we are a pan-African broker. We've been around for more than 20 years now. Um, we've got presence in our head offices in Mauritius. We've got presence in Kenya, um, in Côte d'Ivoire, and in London. Um, and recently, we've opened up office in South Africa, um, and that's the office that I'm leading um, since November last year. Um, so we are pretty much n- the new kids on the block in terms of reinsurance brokers in the South African market, um, but I think it's an opportune time for us to to enter the market um, in terms yeah. of where. Yes, that gives me an opportunity to to ask you a little bit um, broader than the South African market. Um, what was twenty uh, twenty like for you through all of this pandemic um, challenges? Wow, I think. <laughs> To say unprecedented is probably putting it mildly. Um, it's it's like nothing we've seen before, um, globally and locally um, and regionally on the continent. Um, yeah, we've we've never experienced anything like this um, in terms of the severity and the the impact that um, this crisis or the pandemic has had um, on the market. Um, but what it has highlighted is, is is the key role that insurance and reinsurance plays um, in terms of um, sustaining economies. Um, it's it's it, we the the industry plays a critical role um, in terms of the coverages that we provide um, and since sustaining businesses and individuals um, and, and getting them through a pandemic like this. Um, it's 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 it, it really has sort of highlighted how critical. Um, our industry is from a socioeconomic perspective. Definitely, definitely. I, I, I think it is a great opportunity for us probably to capitalize on um, going forward. But looking specifically at um, you guys as an intermediary um, services provider in terms of reinsurance solutions, has there been anything specific that has sort of changed or any specific demand from your um from the primary insurers in terms of reinsurers um that they um sort of had a a different look at or a different view at using your services so i think maybe we have to step back a little bit as well um prior to to the crisis and prior to the pandemic um 
the the industry um, as a, as a whole has been seeing quite quite a quite a significant hardening in the last few years, and by hardening, what we mean is that terms and conditions have become a lot tougher for clients. So we've seen uh, price increases a- across the globe, and also in South Africa, and also um, in the rest of the continent. Um, so that hardening has been has been going on unabated for quite a while now. Um, COVID has sort of just exacerbated that and and give and and put a lot of focus, particularly on COVID as a pandemic, um, and the coverage is particularly in the primary primary market. So there's 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 been a lot of focus on on okay, so how do policies respond um, to 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 this pandemic? Um, and 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 at this stage, there's still a lot of uncertainty, uh, both globally and locally. Um, and in South Africa, particularly, there's um, a couple of big cases on the go um, with regards to um, the, the the validity of claims, um, where where a lot of insurers or some insurers have sort of um, um, rejected claims, um, and and clients are are taking them to court on the basis that. Um, the wording in some cases is not completely clear. Um, and so that's going to come out and it's going to play out in the courts, unfortunately. And until then, there's, there's going to be a lot of uncertainty as to the, as to the, 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 the actual impact, the financial impact for the industry. Um, and then once that's known, um, insurers will have to deal with the outcome of such claims of, of, of such court cases. And that will mean, that will mean if, if it goes the, the way of the clients, um, it, it could be quite a massive loss for the industry um, because particularly on the business interruption side where, for example, um, in the hospitality business, um, there are large, big claims that, um, that, are, that are being disputed at this stage um, where, where these guys had to shut down through, throughout the lockdown period um, and there was just no turnover, there was no business coming in. Um, and and they, they, they need to find a way to, to recoup those losses. Um, and, and I guess um, one way is to look at your, your business interruption policy and see whether you can claim from that. Um, what that means for the market and what that means for the reinsurance industry is that that uncertainty does impact us going forward in terms of pricing. Um, so there's going to be a lot of uncertainty at, the, at this, particularly at this renewal um, in terms of, okay, so how do we price for this? Um, and can we price for it um, at this stage? Um, because the the quantification is so uncertain, um, it's going to make it very difficult. So the discussions are going to be quite tricky. Um, and then the the other aspect is around the coverage itself. So reinsurers need to find ways to limit their exposure. And what they've been doing um, up until now is is is, is introducing blanket exclusions um, across the board. Um, so the wording and the exclusionary language that's coming out is quite quite strict. Um, and this is really just reinsurers trying to ensure that there are no unexpected losses coming through going forward. Um, and really, yeah, what, what, what they're trying to avoid is losses that they have not really priced for. Um, so there's one thing to experience losses, but, you know, if you haven't priced for the losses, um, it makes it even more difficult. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, so, so we do expect a lot more pressure. Um, um, on on the on the upcoming renewals, particularly um, for portfolios that are potentially exposed to 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 the pandemic, um, so there are certain classes of business where it's more prone. Um, so, for example, events cancellation business, uh, hospitality business, um, 
BI in general on the commercial side. Um, so those those portfolios are going to come under increased pressure, particularly from an exclusionary wording perspective, as well as from price increases. Um, generally, for the market, what we've seen up until now is that the impact, and, and we expect that the impact, that there's going to be a bit of a lag in terms of the impact. But in terms of the demand for certain classes of business, like the major classes like property, for example, um, that is that has seemed to seem to uh, continue uh, quite quite unaffected. Uh, but in certain other classes of business, like for example, event cancellation, where you know that was a, they saw the impact immediately, um, where a lot of events were just cancelled and and they, and. and um, there were a lot of claims that came through. Hospitality business um, has been really affected. Travel insurance um, and trade credit; those type, those classes of business are going to see uh, volumes declining quite substantially um, in this year. There will be a, a pickup um, from next year um, as the as as the in as the economy is opening up, and in the last quarter of this year, we've seen a bit of an opening up. Um, there there will be an uptick, but we'll only start seeing that in the next in in the next year. Um, so yeah, so the impact is is it varies and it varies it varies from class of business between classes of business, um, and it's more it's more it's more pronounced in those classes of business that are more exposed um, to the pandemic. Yeah. And and do you see um, sort of just in closing? Do you see the primary insurance uh, insurers um, because of what you've just described and the, and the sort of um, almost more complicated negotiations coming? Do you see them leaning on um, uh, companies like yourself, intermediary services, more to try and assist them with those negotiations? Um, yeah, Tony. So this, I think, this is where the the role of a broker becomes so critical. I mean, and 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 I think what's even impo- more important is that you have to have um, professional brokers. Um, and and in a hardening market, um, the 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 broker the broker can add a lot of value. And 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 clients will definitely lean on their brokers and look to their brokers to support them through this cycle. Um, and really, it's it's not. To retaliate, but it's also to ensure that whatever comes through is is on a fair basis. So reinsurance are, reinsurers are obviously talking the market up and looking to harden, um, and and that's fine. We understand we understand the rationale for that, and and it's important for for the industry that reinsurers are sustainable into the future. But at the end of the day, it needs to still be uh, fair and sustainable for the insurer. For the insurance client, so you know they can't, we can't have blanket blanket increases being um, imposed that that are not warranted by by the the merits of each portfolio, and that's where the broker comes in. Um, it's it's for the broker to ensure that there's alignment in terms of the view of risk. So the way that the reinsurer views the, the the particular risk that's exposed by that particular portfolio needs to be aligned with the way that the client views that risk. And and the and for me, the way I see it is that the, the broker plays a critical role in ensuring that those views are more aligned, um, so that we 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 end up with an equitable situation in terms of the the pricing and the terms and the conditions that are imposed at renewal. So yes, most definitely, um, there will be a leaning towards reinsurance brokers, but 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 this is where the I have to say it, but this is where the 
the brokers will differentiate, will have to differentiate themselves in the market in terms of the value add that they provide. You know, there's a lot of brokers out there that that claim to 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 know what they're doing, and unfortunately, it's dangerous in in our industry to have brokers that are not particularly qualified, particularly in the reinsurance space. Reinsurance reinsurance is quite a specialist um, um, area, and, a, and it's a specialist industry, so um, you have to have professionals. Um, so on the one hand, yes, there will be a leaning towards reinsurance brokers um, to to provide advice, but I would caution clients to make sure that they that they are very uh, careful in how they choose their reinsurance brokers. Make sure that you're choosing a broker that actually understands your business and understands the class of business that, that you're writing so that they can negotiate um, more intelligently with, with the reinsurers. Yeah. As always, I mean, it's easy to provide just a vanilla service um, when you want to add real value and um, um, sort of work through the complicated issues, then you need a specialist. Correct. Brilliant. Cameron, thank you so much for those um, insights. Um, it was great uh, chatting to you and um, hearing your views on what's happening in the market. But thank you very much for that. No, thank you. Thank you, Tony.